Hey, hey, everybody, on this episode of Sap and Chatch, we are going to preview the Alexander Usyk Dubois fight coming from Poland. Later on that night, the heavyweights will take center stage again as Big Baby Anderson, Jared Anderson, he competes. Also, Nico Ali Wash is on that card. Abdullah Mason, that is a great card, guys. All this and Mike Tyson training Francis Nugano. All this and so much more on the next episode of Sap and Chance. Here we go, guys. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Samp and Chance. Before we start this episode, Mr. Chance Michaels, how are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? Pretty good, my friend. Pretty good. I know this is the boxing show, but we really should just touch on it because we are here. Um, at the time of this recording, yesterday, we lost Terry Funk. Um, and a couple hours ago, uh, we got word that Bray Wyatt has passed away. At the age of 36, no information on cause or anything like that. Uh, deepest condolences to his family. Um, very tragic. Very, very tragic. Uh, we will we will touch on this more in the future, so stay tuned for, for that. But, Chance, how are you, my friend? Good, good. Ready to, ready to do some boxing talk? And yeah, let's get at it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Let's get at it. Um yeah, so here we go, man. The heavyweights are taking center stage. Saturday boxing is in full effect. Uh, two really good cards here. I'm not sure too much about the undercard in the morning, but the evening card, the top rank card, is spectacular. Um, before we get into it, I'll say this much, man. I, I've noticed the one thing with top rank that they do really, really well is their prospect pool. Um so Bob Brink's got the best young talent in the world right now. No, 100%. Between Bob Arum and the guys that are running everything up there, they really know how to build their prospects. Also, to be fair, it's the truth. Bob right? Arum's I mean, like Vinnie Mac in a lot of ways. They, want, they always love the young talent. They always go for the young, young, hungry guys or ladies. Yeah, so yeah. No, similar that way. They have that mentality. Yeah, no, it's 100%, right? So it's kind of cool to see. You know, that's the one thing, you know, Top Rank does very, very well. And I just wanted to bring that to attention. And it's a free everyone. card, too, on uh, Saturday, which is nice. So well, both cards. Yeah, yeah, both cards both are free, cards, yep. you know, for us anyways. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Let's start with the first fight of the night. All three titles, um, unified heavyweight champion Alexander Usyk is taking on his mandatory WBA regular champion Daniel Dubois. <laughs> I haven't seen so much non-enthusiasm for a heavyweight fight with belts line like this one. The odds say it all. Most books have uh, Usyk as a ten to one favorite. It means you got to put a thousand dollars down and win a hundred dollars. They're giving Dubois no respect. Dubois is no bum. He's eighteen to one. He's only got one loss to a Joy Joyce there. And, nineteen and uh, one. Sorry. Yeah, nineteen and one. He's only yeah. got one loss. So yeah. that's pretty good. He's not like it's going to be a cakewalk. I think Usyk will win by a decision. But did you hear what Usyk said? Was it today or yesterday? He's like, I need Fury. We got to do the belts. He's right. Yeah. He's, no, he yeah. called him the Gypsy Queen as well. Yeah. Okay. So here's my look at it. Yeah, I'm not. You know, you're you're on the money, man. I mean, mm -hmm. but you know, I'm going to break it down a little bit here for you. Yeah, we'll break it down. Um, you know, the way I look at this fight, kind of playing out. Now, yesterday I watched the open workouts, and Daniel came out first, right? And I'm thinking, oh, okay, he's looking pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, wow, you know, good movement. You know, I love how he's working his jab. You know, yeah, he's no joke. No, he's no joke, right? But then 
Wish it came out. And then I realized, oh shit, okay. I mean, just got a punch chance, basically. Well, look, here's how I look at this fight. This is how I think this fight's gonna play out. I don't think he can box Usyk. Okay. Yes, he has a fighter's chance. I think he needs to work his jab. This is what I think he needs to do personally, you know, in my own opinion. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to work behind that jab and keep going for that chest and that body. He has to work that body. Forget the head. Work his body because that's Usyk's greatest element, right? If you think about yeah. it, it's his movement. It's his movement, his able, his ability to transition southpaw to orthodox to this. You know, he's just the way he moves on his feet, the quickness, the IQ of this man is, you know, it's, it's great. I get it. Uh, Usyk looked pretty good. He's filling out as a heavyweight, man. I mean, he's yes. looking pretty decent, right? And he still has the speed intact. Um, I think for Dubois to have a chance, and he does have a chance because he has power. He has crack in his, in his punch. Yeah. Right? I mean, anything... Any people, could... One thing I've heard anybody say, he's 11 years younger than Usyk. So Usyk's 36, so he's a little yeah. bit older. I'm going to call him an old man, but yeah, Dubois is young. He's more energetic. That you know, if he's got to look at the positives, that's one thing I'll give Dubois. Look, he's a little harder hit, hitter and he's younger. Eleven years is a lot of a lot in the fight. No, no, hundred percent, right? And you know, like um Dubois been training in Spain at a higher altitude, so you know, he's, yeah. he's getting his cardio up and whatnot. Dubois' only chance to victory, in my opinion, is that he has to get it done before the sixth. If it's not done before the sixth. If he doesn't get his work in and doesn't get the job done, I think it's it's over for him. He doesn't stand I think chance. Dubois is going to come out and try to muscle him, bully him, be careless. And that's where he might get caught. Well, he might get caught. I mean, that's the approach, right? But I think he has to be smart because he knows. I don't think he's yeah. he's naive to not know what he's going up against here, right? Um, you know. Lucic has... is good. He's a great boxer. He doesn't intimidate you. You're not scared of him like you are like a Fury or a Wilder with this crazy power. He's got some pop. But he's not an intimidating figure like Tyson, Mike Tyson or Fury or Wilder, right? So I don't think Dubois is scared of him. He'll probably will lose. I think Lucic will win on a decision. I'll box and box circles around him. I don't think I don't think Dubois will go down. No, no. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't think so either, right? I mean, I think if you know Usyk will take this in twelve. I, I, mm. I think that's my prediction right. as well, right? I mean, if he does finish him before that, I'd be very surprised. Yeah. Um, but again, Daniel is just too flat-footed, man. Honestly, and and the other thing here also, I mean, it's hard to ignore his last two fights going into this one, you know, Um, Joe Joyce beating him, yeah, handing him that defeat. And if there's one guy right now who's probably kicking himself is Joe Joyce, because if he had beaten Zhang, this would have been his fight. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. He's but he didn't do it right. So good for the ball for stepping up. He's a man. No, but 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 here's the thing now. I found this really interesting. Dubois, the mandatory, the WBA mandatory. Now, I've noticed that the WBA likes to do this from time to time when it suits their preferences. How often do you see the regular champion fight the super champion? Not often, man. There you go, right? So it shows, you know, again, and, you know, I, I'm starting to kind of realize this more and more. It's like star power and everything else. It all plays a role in all of this. I yeah. get it, right? You would never see Haney have to f- defend his titles against the regular champion, right? Yeah, no, we wouldn't. They wouldn't do that, but this suits their purpose. So just just the thought out there. Just you and know, this is based and Dubois going against the hostile crowd because he's in Poland, so it's going to be all all pro music 
the crowd will be full. You well, there, there's 250,000 Ukraines in Poland. I mean, I guess since the war started, you know, just transplanted yeah. and whatnot. Usyk's a dangerous guy, man. I mean, you know, like I've said this about Lomo as well, but Usyk, I just think he's just a little bit more scarier in that sense. Well, he's this... got a, he looks weird. Like he's, he's right, weird mustache. This is hair weird. Dress is weird. Like this, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Right, he just he's not a regular this, looking dude. No, he has this airy look about him. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, like you can only truly appreciate if you've seen the things he's seen. Yeah, I think after the Wall fight, and after the Gato Fury fight, that they're gonna get it on. I think so. I it's think it has to happen. Both of them, and then they're gonna get at it. Well, that probably happened in the new year, right? So yeah, not, yeah, it won't be this year. No, no, no. Um, all right. So I guess we're both agreeing. Twelfth round, Usyk. Yeah, Usyk by decision. Yeah, unanimous. Okay. And if 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 Dubois can pull it off, would you have a prediction? If Dubois pulls it off, he'll knock him out with a lucky shot. Maybe round seven, round eight. But I mean, I don't see that happening. Usyk's okay. too slick for him. All right. Remember, but I would like to want to win. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, you no. said, like he's a great boxer. I'm not cheering for him either way. Here's here's how I see this happening, man. If Dubois wins, he's gonna fight Deontay Wilder. Deontay's gonna knock him out with one punch, and you're gonna get Tyson first and Deontay Wilder four. Yeah, I don't want that. No, I don't that, want that. That's what's gonna happen. Go Fury, Joshua. Oh, sorry, Wilder, Joshua, and Usyk, and uh, Fury, and do that super heavyweight card in Saudi Arabia. Nice, massive. If Dubois wins, I think he knocks him out in the third round. Could be. Right? I think Dubois got to be aggressive here. He has to be aggressive, but he has to be smart, man. He can't be Mm. stupid aggressive. He can't be Aljermaine Sterling stupid. Yeah, I know. He's too slick. He's too too good of a boxer. So if you get a guard on, he's going to get you. He's got to get him in the chest. He's got to hurt his chest. He's got to hurt that body, man. Um, He's got to make it a dirty fight. Push him out a little bit. He's got he's got a rough elbowing, you know. He's got to get that elbow a bit, and this and that. But that all being said, I don't think anything stirs this man. He he seems pretty cold. cold. He's a cold cat, dude. He is a cold guy. He's a cold looking dude, man. (laughs) He is. If anybody can rattle, it'll be Fury because he can play those mind games and rough him up a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, speaking of Fury, have you watched any of his Netflix special or show? I haven't. No, is it any good? I watched the first episode. I'm on the second episode now. Is it like a reality show? Or is it it's awesome? a reality show. It's called Life, you know, um, Home with the Furies or Life at Home with the Furies, oh, something like that. He's so entertaining. It's, it's a really good show. It's kind of interesting. It, uh, it, it starts right after he announces retirement in July. Like I guess it starts in July 22. So okay. he just finished Deontay. He called the retirement and everything. Uh, this is leading up to Tommy's fight before Jake. Okay. Right. So all that kind of all the stuff leading up into 2022 and uh, kind of insightful. I don't know how much of it is exaggerated because it's in front of the cameras and everything. And he's but, a hell of uh, right. But so I mean, I yeah. want to see it. No, it's good. I mean, it's I mean, it's on Netflix. Check it out, man. I mean, yeah. I watched uh, one episode today. Um, yeah, Netflix I, I, covered a lot of good sports stuff. I mean, they got some good college football stuff. They got some boxing. This. So, I mean, they're doing really good right now as far as. Sport, sports wise for the documentary. Yeah, I know. Uh, the F1 documentary is amazing. I mean, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. They're doing a lot of really good stuff here. Okay, yeah, I keep forgetting to bring this up and we keep uh, getting off course here. I want to bring this up because I think this is an interesting point that not many people are touching on per se. Would you be surprised if he knocked him out? 
Usyk to Dubois. Yeah. Because yeah. Let's, let's keep in mind, remember his last fight against the South African, uh, Kevin Lorena. Okay. Dubois got knocked down three times in the first round. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't think it's going to happen. But I wouldn't be shocked. This is a good boxer, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the power, he also has power, right? He's and got like 13 knows? knockouts or something like that. Right. So, so I yeah. mean, he's got that weight now as well. Like, he looks bigger than he did against Joshua in either fight. Yeah, he's bulking like, up. He's, ready for Fury. Right? His body's getting bigger. You can see he's filling out, right? Um, it's like watching a 13-year-old boy turn into a man in a way. Yeah, because he's, um, he's small. He's a small heavyweight. Right, right. So Fury and Wilder are monsters, absolute no, monsters. No, but yeah, yeah, for Ooh, sure. Fury dies. So I wouldn't be surprised if if, if he actually gets the knockout here either, just based on the fact yeah. that Dubois has shown that he can go down. Yeah, and I really think he has more power than than Kevin Lorena. He does. Yeah. Right. So I think we have to watch for that as well. Like one thing I don't think a lot of people talked about in the Spence Crawford match was Spence going, uh, Spence how Spence fares against Southpaws. Mm-hmm. We never talked about it. We, we never really touched on it. I no, mean, not would, many did, yeah. No, not many did, including us. Not many talked about the fact that Spence hasn't really fought many southpaws by design. Now we know why. Yeah, exactly. Right? Now we know why Joy Joyce, you know, was trying to stay away from southpaws. Look what happened to him. There's always a reason why sometimes in the matchmaking, these guys are smart. Right? It just makes sense. Like, I get it how they're trying to build these careers. Now they went, you know, so... Interesting. Very, very interesting. All right, man, let's get our backpack. Let's hop on a plane and let's travel back stateside. Uh, I think we're in in Tulsa, home of the Tulsa King. You still watching that show? How is it? Yeah, I've seen most of this really good show, man. You got to check it out. Stone's one of my favorites. No, dude. I know he's not technically good. Like, they were the Hollywood guys would say he's not a good actor. He's all action, but I like action, right? I mean, he's not like a, you know what I mean? A sophisticated actor, but if you like action, Look, look, look. I mean, every genre has their goats, correct? Mm -hmm. Now, if you were to put De Niro in the role of Rambo, I don't think it would have worked. No, because he's not a tough guy. That's that's what I'm right. I mean, but then I wouldn't put Rocky in as one of the good fellas. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean it's all some of Stone's underrated movies are expendable. Those movies are good. No, for sure, man. I mean, for what yeah. he does, for what he does and what he brings to the table, you know, it's successful. Same with Arnold. Same yeah. with Jean-Claude Van Damme, right? I mean, yeah, people can knock their actual acting, acting ability, but yeah. what they bring to the screen, people want, right? Absolutely. They want so, the action. So at the end of the day, awesome. Bloodsport, all those movies, if they keep asking him to make movies because people are wanting to watch them. Yes, and Sloan's what, 75, 73, 75? He's not a young man. He's still in great shape, though. No. And, and they're great. All right. So planes landed. Here we are. We are in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, big baby Jared Anderson, two months removed from his toughest test. It's Charles uh, Martin. Chance Charles oh. Martin, man, got the job done, but he was tested. He was hurt. He didn't look great. He's even he's even apologizing for his performance. Yeah, he did not no, look no, he didn't. But that was his first, first real test. Now, um, Chance, I apologize. I do not have the name of his opponent. Um, but I don't think I I do right in front of me. Oh, uh, awesome! Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where was I? I? Just had it. While Chance looks that up, um, also on this card we have uh, Nico Alvarez. Rudenko. Rudenko. Okay. Um, I don't know much about Rudenko. Um, no, he do. He's an up and comer. He's not yeah. very well. 
So a safe fight to come back to. Um, too soon, do you think? No, I don't think so. Not at his age. He's coming back at his age? with Ali, like Nico Ali Walsh, because, you know, they're young. They want to, they got to showcase themselves. Jared's so pissed off at his last performance. He, won, he told old man Bob, I want to get back in the ring right away. But do you so, think uh, taking a lesser opponent will benefit him, or do you think he should have fought someone closer to where he just came from? This is a tune-up fight to get his confidence back, just like Joshua did. They just kind of get his confidence back, have a tune-up fight. I mean, Rodenko's uh, record, he's, he's 34-6, and six, you know. Yeah, His last uh, fought, he lost by – last fight, he lost by TKO. I'll argue this only because I don't see why his confidence will be – like, I get what you're saying, right? But for me, I yeah. would think, like, okay, you just – you know, Charles Martin – Former heavyweight champion. Yeah, he tested you. from the Ukraine, too, so you got the country supporting him, right? So, but uh, he's 30, 35 and 6. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Lost, just, last fight, he got TKO'd. So, this should be an easy easy work for Jared Anderson. Something to get him back on that yeah. pedestal. No, no, for sure. I don't, think why he, I don't think why he should be discouraged. I mean, I think he got exactly what he should have gotten from that Charles Martin fight. I think he probably got more education and more knowledge about himself and about his ability than he did any other fight he's ever had before, right? Mm-hmm. It, I almost feel that I feel like going backwards, I get what you're saying. I just, I don't think he needs a confident boost. I think there's enough positives that he can take from that last fight and build off of that. It's almost like you're you're playing at level 15, but then you decide to go back to level five, right? To make yourself yeah. feel good. I don't know. That's just me personally. But the same um, thing they did with they give you a guy you know you're going to work and then it gets you back on the line like get you back yeah. up on the pedestal sell pay-per-views yeah. well i tell you what man if this is a card of prospects this whole card is lit i guys I, girls guys girls i tell you you gotta please watch Great. this card yeah. it's really good you're gonna see the future here of boxing um here's an opportunity to see future champions guaranteed future champions in their weight classes yeah. Uh, Nico Ali Walsh, this kid's just working it hard, man. I mean, Jared Anderson, Nico Ali Walsh, Abdullah Mason, these are three prospects on the top rank uh, banner. All three of these guys were on the last card. All three of these guys are fighting again together. Um, I love watching these guys fight, man. Yeah, Nico Ali Ain't no right, and he just fought in February, so he's uh, he's staying active like every six months, which is good, right? Well, we've seen him fight, and then we saw him fight again yeah. three months after that. So this guy's yeah. fighting at least, you know, he's doing what we want to see the guys do. Yeah. Fight, an you know, three, four times a year, right? And I don't know, did he was he coming off his first loss in that last fight? No, he won. February? He won. It was the fight before after that he lost, right? Yeah. No, he's Nico, Nico only watched eight one. Yeah, that's the what one I'm is no contest. Oh, okay, okay. That was his second to last fight before this one, then. That's right. Yeah. So this yeah. count as loss. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so he's yeah. technically eight no in the books. Okay. Okay. So yeah, I mean, top rank. Like I said to you before, man. I, I think they've always done a fantastic job with prospects. Now this is the shitty part. You had a guy like Terrence Crawford for so long, finally builds his name, then he walks away. That's the shitty part of building prospects, eh? Being yeah, able to hold Terrence on to Crawford's them. Thirty six, right? Eventually, they get a name for themselves. They think. Mayweather, De La Hoya, they kind of just go on their own, you know? Yeah. You can't keep everybody, but no. it's like WWE, you can't keep everybody. Some guys just want to venture off, right? No, 100%, man. I get that, but it kind of sucks, right? Sometimes, you know, you put all that effort in, you grow them, you nurture them, you take care of them, you feed them, you clothe them, you bathe them, you yeah. love them, you hug them, you kiss them. And away they go. Walk, right? I guess yeah. that's something we have to look forward to as parents then. Pretty much, yep. <laughs> go on the way and away they go. All right. Uh, Chance, we didn't really get a chance to touch on this too much. I'm, I'm going to bring this uh, topic up cold. 
Alicia Baumgartner tested positive for PEDs, my friend. Um, Bender. Wow. Crazy. It's not shocking. She's trying to get ahead. She's trying to get advantage. She's cheating. I I don't understand why they all come out and say the same thing. I don't know what this is. I can't even pronounce it. I, you know, like, like I get you're trying to get out in front of it. Then it's a shame. They don't not gonna say yes. I cheated. I knowingly cheated. I knowingly wanted to beat my opponent by cheating. So I don't have confidence in myself to do it. I'm they, trying to think of an athlete who actually just came out and said, yeah. Some guys, after they get caught, like, you know, uh, Mark McGuire, A-Raw will lie about it. Eventually, will come to me. But usually no, no, but I'm lo- I, I I know there's one guy who just said, yeah, I did it. Who was that? There's a few guys that, have, that admitted to it eventually. No, they no, always, no. I know eventually. They always come back around, and eventually it comes out, right? I mean, but there are a couple athletes I know of, I know for sure, that when it was announced, they just said, yeah, I didn't, you know, I made a mistake. Yeah. Right? That's the way um, well, Palmer. that's it. No. Who, who do you? Who, I'm just trying to think. Who was it? Was it Palmero? No, Rafael Palmero denied it. He denied yeah. it. Okay, I'm just trying to yeah. think who came out. Giambi. I admitted it after because he's already done, right? Right, right. But Giambi. Giambi admitted it, and he right. Admitted it. Right, right. But he Giambi admitted it right away. When he got caught, yeah, he was already, he was already finished pretty much. Ted oh. admitted it, then he ratted on Roger Clemens. Yeah. <laughs> They, if you're cheating, they, they got caught, right? I, I never understood that. how PEDs helped. Like, okay, if you're a batsman, I get it. But what did it do for pitchers? I guess it's built their arm strength. Built their arm strength, gave you extra cardio, gives you extra energy in the gym to lift more weights, run faster, run harder. So it builds up your muscle, recover quicker. Um, but I always believe that you still need to have eye. It's not that natural ability. and yeah. Well, you have to have eye and coordination, man. Without that, no amount of steroids will help you. No, yeah, these guys are already naturally talented. This gives them that extra edge, which isn't fair because other guys that aren't doing it don't have that edge. What do you think so, of just letting everybody do anything they want? No, because then what's going to happen is if you start doing that, they're going to start having heart attacks, start doing doing too much, too much, and the guys are going to drop on like flies and they get sued. So they have to have some sort of regulations. No, I know. I'm just being funny. But I know I'm what just... you're saying. Some people just say, let them do all the roids they want and best man win or woman, right? Yeah. What? It's just it's just kind of weird because I mean now you know we we we've had Dillian White we've had Connor Ben this year we now we have Alicia Baumgartner that I think that shocked me a little bit because you don't, you don't hear, really see the girls doing exactly it. exactly right so I don't know and here's the other part that's really weird like if you look within all the governing bodies you got USADA in the states you got VADA in Europe you got mm. you know this organization over here and they're all doing different testing. This is the problem with testing, man. These major groups with the boxing organizations need together, need to get together and decide on one specific list that they all work off of. Yeah, I know there's, what you're there's things on USADA that you can take on VADA. There's things yep. on VADA that you can't take on USADA. It's- so there's chances are that the things, and this is what I understand, whatever she took is okay according to that, but not to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Let's see how she's pushing though. the line though. She's walking. She knows better. She's not like she's an amateur fighter. She knows what you can and can't do. So she was walking the tightrope, you know? No, I know. I just, it's just, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, this girl had a really, really wicked, you know, and, and this is the sad part. Like, did this rise all of a sudden because of all the shit, all the gear? 
Like, awesome. This won't affect her though, because you know why? It didn't affect Canelo. He did it and he shook it off and he's still one of the most famous boxers in the world. Nobody Can- even talks about him, right? Canelo is Canelo. He's yeah. in a different league of his own, right? Canelo and Tyson Fury are the only guys who can get away whatever they want. Pretty much. Right? Like, look at it. WBC. And that's the other thing, man. I mean, another tangent here. The governing bodies, they just, they're so screwed. The WA is deciding to put their regular champion in against their, you know, to suit their needs. The the WBO is going to strip Charlo the minute he walks into the ring against Canelo. I know. There's too many governing bodies. There's too many belts in boxing, too. Right? Way too many belts. If Tim Zhu was so pissed off that he's not getting his fight, then why is he already fighting someone else? October 15th, yeah. Right? So, I mean, I don't think he's pissed off. Everybody involved in this process at 154 and at 168, even, you know, you look at David Benavides and the interviews that he's done uh, in the little clips that I've seen of his, he doesn't seem upset over the Charlo Canelo fight. Everyone accepts yeah. it. They he's all still see young, it. right? He's 26 and 0. Right, right, and Canelo's right. got a good point. Canelo, and I agree with him. I don't usually agree with Canelo. He can't fight everybody that calls him out. Or he'll be fighting every day, right? I mean, Benavides has, he's only headlined a few big pay-per-views. Canelo's done pay-per-views all, all over the world for a long time. So Benavides will get his chance, but he's no, got he big wins, right? No, 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 no. I, I'm but, support Benavides, but I see what Canelo's saying. Why yeah, should it yeah. be Benavides and not the next, this guy or that guy? No, no, but, but I, I hear what you're saying. I agree with that completely. But what I'm saying is I think everybody within the boxing world, fighters mm-hmm. included, all understand the magnitude of this fight, which is why you're not seeing Zoo complain, mm-hmm. right? That's why you're not seeing David Benavides really complaining. They're actually just saying, yeah, this is how it's going to play out, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They both know they're number two or number three in line for they'll either one call. of them. They'll yeah. get their call, right? So... 2023 has been spectacular. It has. Um, this will be the first fight I've ever cheered for Canelo the way I don't like the Charlo brothers at all. I like the way they act, how they talk, anything about them. So I'm, I've never cheered for Canelo in a fight, but I take. I hope Canelo wins and walks the floor with them. Do be so interesting. We'll man, not saying he closer, will, but I'll be cheering for Canelo. No, as we get closer, we'll start to kind They're of piece it together. Canelo, that segues into this. They're, so they have a. You can watch it on Showtime or whatever, right? Order it or watch it in the bar. They also have this thing on PayPerView.com with Jim Lampley, he's coming back for this fight. Now, he's not calling the fight, so if you, but if you order the fight on pay-per-view.com, he's doing a live chat with whoever's on the chat. So oh, he'll, wow. be hosting, he'll be hosting events all week, you know, pumping the fight up, talking about it, and uh, you can sit there, order on pay-per-view.com, ask your questions. He'll be live streaming, giving his commentary, not the official play-by-play, but telling you, look at this, look at that, and you can interact with him the whole fight. He, wow. he hasn't called a fight in a few years, um, probably the greatest boxing commentator of all time, so that's a cool feature that they're doing, so I had to point that out. Just heard about it today, actually. So um, I don't have to put... fight that way, just so I can get in there. He's gonna have so many questions; you can't answer every question, right? But not not ones... not to put you on the spot. Is there a tag on it for the fight? The price for 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 the PPV uh, paper? Yeah, PPV you're talking the about regular standard price was eighty bucks. No, 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 no. For the Lampley part, or is that if you buy the pay per view, that's included? That's included. Oh, okay. So if you buy, if you want to watch it that way. Ah, okay, 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 yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. get it. The regular stream will be, you know, Morello guys. But if you want to order on pay-per-view.com, which is oh, okay, time, you, you can you sit get the there, fight. watch the fight, and you can chat with them. It'll be I actually if it's like, oh, look at that, look at that. Yeah, he's not actually calling the fight. You watch it on your TV, but if you want to go online with it, you can chat with them. All right, all right, all right. Okay, Pretty cool. cool. It'll be there all oh. week. You know, put it up and stuff. And tickets for that fighter insane. Upper bowls is up to seven hundred dollars. 
That's cheaper than Spence Crawford. Or no, 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 no. What no, was Spence Canelo? Was five six. Yeah, yeah. What was the uh, other Canelo fight that he had after, before that? Triple the Bibble, Triple G. That was like what fifteen hundred. It got up to what eight nine hundred bucks for upper deck that day. Yeah. Wow. Because then T Mobile only hits fifteen to eighteen thousand people, right? So yeah, yeah. No, well, no. This is also T T Mobile. Yeah, right? So they host everything at MGM all week, all that stuff, and then they bring the fight across the street. All right. All right, Chance, anything happened on this day in boxing history? Yeah, I got two things. Uh, number one, it's James Lights Out, Tony's 56th birthday. So some people that don't know, well, three-time, three-different-weight champion. But most people will remember him as the guy, the first boxer to come into the UFC. Randy Clark threw him down, choked yeah. him out. Just to give him the credit for doing that. And on this day in 1978, marvelous Mar Marvin Hagler beat bad Bernie Briscoe in Philadelphia, 10 rounds, Unanimous decision that was 45 years ago. Bad that's Bernie Briscoe, 10 rounds, at least last of 10 rounds. Hey, you gotta give him that, brother. That's my hero. Yeah, that that for me. If Ayrton Senna's a racing god to me, Marvin Hagler is my boxing god. Yeah, he's cool. I mean, you gotta get Briscoe crowded last of 10 rounds with the guy. So, you know, I and think Hagler, I watched that fight the other day because I've seen it coming up on the feed there. Yeah. And he had a bad cut I, over his head and still stuck it out. Oh, he's a tough guy. I need to get some Hagler memorabilia. I have nothing of Hagler. Hit up eBay, my man. No, I will. I will. That or I'm just going to go and buy that. some baby blue shorts. <laughs> yeah, you can do that too. You go on eBay, those sites got kind of stuff. Yeah, shirts. yeah. I would love to but, find some. Well, I mean, I got... But the that was a long ago, so he's still signing stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I got I got a lot of his... I got some of his t-shirts and stuff, right? Uh, some that I've made, some that I bought. But I don't have anything of his. I don't know. I'll, I'll take a look at it. I'll take a look and see what's out there. Uh, Chance Michaels, thank you so much, brother. Uh, we have a great weekend of boxing afoot. I'm looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I guess let's wrap it up here, my friend. Uh, do you have anything else you want to throw out there? Is there anything? Oh, I was just saying, Matt, I've been checking out the last couple of weeks. I want to bring it up. The International Boxing Hall of Fame in New York there. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it. Take a look at that. It's not that big, as big as the baseball one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real cool stuff in there. So one of these years, I want to go do the Baseball Hall of Fame in New York, and they've way down to the Boxing Hall of Fame. Is it Cooperstown? Is it in New York? Cooperstown is for Cooperstown, New York, is for the baseball. Oh, okay. I thought Boxing it was... Hall, of, Hall of Fame is in Cananosta, New York. Oh, okay. Well, let's go so do it, man. Spread open, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's, it's, it's upstate New York, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so it's easy. It's easy. Open, yeah. We could go to Toronto and drive into Rochester, man, and just go from there. Yeah, I mean, the boxing hall of fame is not as big as the baseball one, but it's still some cool stuff in there, right? No, for, have you ever been I to read the reviews? That looks cool. People say it's great. Have you ever been to the hockey hall of fame in Toronto? No, I want it's to. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's yeah. really interactive. I haven't been since 1999, mind you. Yeah. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. They had a lot of great exhibits, a lot of interaction. Oh, it's fun for kids. I don't know what it is now, to be honest. I'm sure it's probably even better, but oh, yeah, they've um, something to check out. All right, Chance. I tell oh, yes, before I forget, Tyson training Nagano. I don't think it's any much of a difference. It's kind of I fun. Mean, that's cool. I watched, I watched uh, their hotboxing episode yesterday, or I listened to it anyways while I was at work. And, um, you know, the one thing Tyson said that, you know, he, he has some ability there, right? Like, he does look pretty good. Obviously, I think Tyson's going to carry him the way Floyd oh, yeah. carried McGregor. Oh. I don't think he's going to knock him out. I mean, the reality of the situation is if he wants to finish this, he could have probably finished it in two, three rounds. You know what fast. I hope to? 
because you know what Tyson is. I would love for Tyson Fury and Tyson, Mike Tyson, to get a little, they're not ever going to fight too much of an age gap. And Tyson Fury would beat the crap out of him at this stage. But what I'm saying is, I can see them jawing at each other. They start jawing at each other, that's going to be great. I think that's going to be good, but I don't. Here's the thing, man. I, I don't care how old Tyson is. Like, I was looking at some of the videos. They have some clips up on YouTube. So, guys, make sure to go check those out of Tyson with Nagano in Saudi Arabia right now training. Mm, yeah, I've seen those. And, and there's some clips of Tyson hitting the bag. And I'm just looking at this man. I'm thinking, fuck, this guy's ferocious even now. Oh, yeah, he is. But he gasses off quick when he fought. Right no, 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 100%. He still but hits that, hard, man. You right? Get in his way. He's still scary, motherfucker, man. Oh, hell yeah. Right? So, I don't... I don't. But, yeah, it's cool that he's training because it adds to the fight. My it adds to the fight. Training. McDonald, like it, but it, it won't make too much of it. It definitely helps, but I don't won't, won't say the outcome. Hey, man, I tell you what, man, the, the man has I'll give power. Mano credit for stepping in the world, the biggest, baddest boxer in the world, the toughest, biggest, strongest guy. You got to give Nagano credit for doing it. He's never done this, before, brother. Right? I give him all the credit in the world for what he has accomplished to where he's going this October. Considering this man lived under a bridge mm-hmm. in Paris. Homeless. Yeah. Another thing, Fury's taking all the risk. If Nagano loses, everybody say, well, whatever, he's not a boxer. Yeah. He doesn't know how to fight. He doesn't know how to use his hands properly. But if Fury gets knocked out, and so Fury's a bomb, he's, and, he's and, taking all the risk. No, no risk for Nagano at all. Look, look, look. There is a yeah. chance that could happen. You can't you can't rule that chance, out. Yeah. Look, he's been knocked down before. That's a, it's a different story if we've never seen him be knocked down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Same with Daniel Dubois. If he didn't get knocked down three times, if he didn't get beaten up yeah. by Joyce Joyce the way he did, we'd be looking at this fight a little different on Saturday. Right? Absolutely. But Tyson has been knocked down by one of the most powerful punchers in the business. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be able to do it, but if he can get in there and deliver a shot, Tyson is susceptible to going down. Yeah. Is I don't that- even see I don't even see Fury hurting him. What I mean, hurting him. Well, dude, well, I, we'll see. Tyson has to play smart. He has to be aware of that. That one punch. I mean, you mm-hmm. look, Nagano possesses what Deontay Wilder has. That one punch. Mm-hmm. Right? And Nagano was a boxer before MMA. Not yep. saying that he's an accomplished boxer or yeah, what yeah, have yep. you. But that threat's there. And if Tyson becomes braggadocious and tries to have fun with it and, you know, very Tyson-esque-like, you know, uh, you, you know what I'm saying, how he yeah, can become. Big style fun. If that happens, he can get tagged, bro. That's all I'm saying. So you've yeah, got to be possible. careful about that. I'll you've tell you right to... now, this this fight is going to be way more exciting and way more entertaining than you said. Dubois, Wigan, it already has more hype. And they're not fighting until October. Because Dubois, yeah, nobody really knows who he is. No, 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 it is. It's it's yeah. unfortunate, but it is what it is. And these are... It might just be a great, who knows, that could be an amazing fight. Some of these fights that you think will be duds, they're going to be amazing. So you just never know, you got to watch it. You just never know. And that's why we tune in, my friend. Exactly. Right? We talk, we talk, we talk. And ninety percent and ninety percent of the time we come back and say, Told you so. Yeah. But, I, but I tell you what, Chance, I love it when we come back that ten percent of the time and say, Well, they they got us. Yeah. I'd rather be got than be right when it comes to wrestling yeah, and boxing. Like you know, maybe Jared Adams and maybe one of you sick loses. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at me. I don't that see Anderson. Card's I'm looking forward to that. It's a free one, too. That's really good. Well, dude, really I'm, good I'm, I'm really excited. It's a really fun card. I mean, if you want to see the. And I always love Joe Tessitore and Tim Bradley. They're, no, they're great. For sure. I'm and if you want to see the future of boxing, man, this is. If you're looking for an in into boxing, 
you're a casual fan and you want to become a boxing fan, this, in my opinion, is the card you want to start with. Yeah. It's it's gift wrapped. It's on a silver platter for you. The top prospects in boxing on, on their brand are all in action. Oh, it's a great fight. Great night of boxing. I say about Tim Bradley. I think Tim Bradley's the best boxing analyst right now as far as doing play-by-play. He goes, he's fair. He calls it as he see it. He doesn't have a bias. If it's, no. You're doing good. You, think, you know, Andrew had a bit of that bias. Bradley is just a straight shooter. Okay, I like that about him. Bradley has transformed his ability into becoming non-biased. You can still see that fighter mentality in SOG, right? To be fair, and yeah. that passion that he has, you know, and, and that comes out wrong sometimes. And unfortunately, you know, like us, I mean, there are times where I want to say this, this, and this, but I can't because we have to be impartial. Yeah. To a certain extent. You know, we yeah. try to be. All right, Chance, I tell you what, brother, man, uh, it is Thursday afternoon or Thursday evening. Um, it's time for a bit of dinner. Let's get this posted and let's carry on. Um, Chance, have a great weekend, man. Be safe. And, uh, you know, we'll touch fights. base here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so that's it, guys. Everyone, please have a great, safe weekend. Be safe. Drink, drug, do whatever you want to do. Just be safe. That's all we ask, right? Come home. Be safe. Come home to your families. Uh, if the last two days have shown us anything, there's some, you know, some very sad families out there today. Yeah. Uh, so if we can prevent that, you prevent it, please. Absolutely. So I'm Bobby Sampson. He's Chance Michaels. In the words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the word of the infamous Ed Whalen. In the meantime and in between time, that's it for Sap and Chance. Everybody have a great, great night and enjoy your weekend. And we will see you soon. Sap out.